Was it age? Was it an aging night out? Could it be that the squalor of his position had occurred to him? Some idea of his utter corruption might have come to him suddenly, for Reinecker was not a fool nor without some insight. The scream that had been coming in from the other room with the regularity and inhumanity of a steam engine was suddenly choked off, and at the same time the civilian gathered up his files and began to range them in his briefcase. They were talking in low, rapid German, low not because of Temple, but because their own words were unwelcome to them. Temple could make nothing of it, partly because he did not know German well enough, and partly because his knowledge and his hearing were to some degree obscured by the stupidity of his mask. He could not put on the outward appearance of adult without his mind taking on some of the disguise. From next door there was one more bubbling shriek and a noise of feet. Perhaps that might have been André, thought Temple. Poor devil. Reinecker had mentioned his name. But Temple had little room for active pity at this time. André, if it was the real André and not a shot in the dark, would have to go his own road. He only hoped that André would by now have learnt to scream terribly, to scream long before the point of agony, to scream better than any actor upon a stage. He had learnt that very early himself and he had learnt that Reinecker disliked abjectness. An abject victim irritated him. The way to flatter Reinecker was to be brave. Temple could not provide Reinecker with his ideal prisoner, for there were many moral and physical requirements that he could not fulfil. But he could, by the sharpest observation, find out the minimum acceptable qualities and offer them. He was a third-rate, but just not too irritating fool, with a core of courage to be broken down. He was a fool all the time, in his looks, in his stance, in his long, wandering, garbled, contradictory account of himself, a fool to all but the smallest, innermost part of himself. And that part watched the vertiginous performance with agonized intensity. And all the time he watched Reinecker to anticipate his reactions, to know his coming state of mind while it was as yet half-formed. Temple did not hate Reinecker. He did not even wish him ill, in case the malevolence should somehow leak out across the space between them. And besides, some of his emotions and perceptions were so sharpened that others, hatred for one, had dwindled. They were also uneconomical. The civilian had done. He looked up. He still seemed to want to say something more, however, and he looked at Reinecker and Bauer, all three looked at one another with much the same air. But perhaps he did not trust one or another of them, and after a moment's silence he left, shaking of hands, little formal bows, and on his way to the door he looked at Temple with a haunted expression, or rather his field of vision, haunted vision, took in the space where Temple stood. It was not the crossing of two human regards. Now! said Reinecker with a sudden shout, turning towards Temple. He took a few paces up and down the room, and as he passed, staring, Temple flinched, an involuntary flinch, of course, an unwilling tribute. Then he recovered himself with a visible effort and stood docile, obedient and terrified, a man just this side of collapse, holding on by no more than his nails, but still holding on. Reinecker sat down. Bauer passed him the dossier, and looking down at it, Reinecker bawled out, Name! 
They went through the long rigmarole again, Reinecker following in the dossier with a pencil. Name! Richard Temple. Born! April the 7th, 1911. Where? Plimpton Rectory, Plimpton, Sussex. Name of father? Llewellyn Temple. Profession or trade? Rector. Place and date of birth? Brickfield Terrace, Cardiff, June the 26th, 1860. His mother's name was Laura, daughter of the Reverend Mr. Richard Gray, formerly vicar of Colpoys in County Durham. Twenty-three more dated facts. It was a strangely unintelligent routine. He had never varied in the last eighteen repetitions, and they must be bloody fools if they thought he would do so now. Besides, it was true as far as literal truth had any meaning. Not so much easy to remember.